When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Robin Crane, and this is the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. Listen, I was a financial advisor for over a decade, and I got so sick of the old archaic strategies that your grandpa used to get clients. What the industry teaches today is still so outdated and just doesn't work anymore. So I had to find a better way for myself, and then I got obsessed with sharing these how-tos with other women like me. The stuff I teach doesn't require giving up your life, your sanity, or your family time. I want women like you to have it easier than I had it so you can thrive in the industry. I've now helped thousands of women grow their financial businesses to multiple six figures, some even seven figures per year. So on this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at how they did it so you can do it too. Let's dive into the show. So often I hear a magical number, um, which is 10 million under management. So a lot of the women who come to me, financial advisors, they're saying, you know, I would love to get an additional 10 million under management. Now, if you're, you haven't ever done that, it's kind of this pipe dream. If you've done it before, and maybe you're someone who has a hundred million under management, you might not be thinking in those terms. You're, you might be thinking more about replacing the revenue that you lose or the assets that you lose. Because if you have 100 million under management and we have another 2008, another you know year where the market goes down and it could go down 20, 30, gosh, if it went down 50%, that would be crazy. But let's just assume the market goes down 20%. If you're at 100 million and you go down to 80 million, that is a different life. That is not a life that you have been living. That is a different life when you go from, let's say a million in revenue to 800,000 revenue, especially if you have expenses, you have a team, you have all these things. I know for me, having a seven figure business, if I were to go down under a million, like that would be, I'd have to lay off people. It'd be horrible. Okay. So it's, it's not just important to think about if you're in the launching phase where you're just starting a business or if you've been, you know, growing your business for a while, but if you're in that phase where you you've been scaling, you've been growing to that, that high revenue level, it's even more important to make sure you know how to replace that revenue. So when you're thinking of an additional, whether it's 10 million or 20 million, it's really important to think ahead, think proactively so that you you don't get yourself in a position where you either don't reach your goals or you're losing revenue because not only let's say the market goes down, but also if you have retirees or taking money out from withdrawals. And then also, of course, unfortunately, people are passing away and the money doesn't always stay with you um, with the multi-generation. So here's the first thing I'll tell you in order to get an additional uh, 10 million under management, whether it's to your first, your second, or to replace what you got is you got to be obsessed with this. You got to actually be focused on this. Like I'm going to get an additional 10 million. Now I'm a big fan of the law of attraction. I'm a big fan of manifesting what you want. And if you're not thinking about this and some people don't even have goals, you know, some people they're not even, maybe they have a revenue goal or they're not, maybe, maybe they, they, they don't, maybe it's an income goal. Maybe they're just kind of coasting. Some of the women who come to me, they're just kind of coasting and they're happy with where they are. 
you're happy with where you are until the market takes 20, 30, 40% of, of, of your assets, then you're not so happy, right? So I want you to be super proactive about this so that you can make sure to have reliable and predictable systems where if the market tanks or if you know, you're getting a lot of people to pull money out, or if you've never done that before, where you've never gotten at least 10 million under management, you just want to get to that six figure mark, then you know how to do it. So the first thing is you got to be obsessed with it. You got to know, like, this is what I want. I'm clear. I want 10 million or I want 20 million. I'm making up 10 million just because that seems to be a magical number for a lot of the women advisors that I, that I connect with, which is nice because if you never hit that 10 million, you get to wake up theoretically on January 1st, knowing that you're going to do a hundred thousand in revenue. Most of you are getting 1%, right? So first you got to be obsessed with it. You got to be focused on it and really think about like imagining yourself getting there. And, and if you've listened to Mel Robbins, which I'm a big fan of, um, if you listen to Mel Robbins, she actually talks about goal setting in a different way. She says, most people will just say that you, you focus on that goal. Like you imagine yourself reaching that 10 million in assets under management or whatever your number is, hundred million in assets under management, whatever. And you imagine yourself getting there. But what people don't do, and a lot of people don't even do that, but what most people don't do is they don't imagine all the challenges that come with it. And what she talks about is that if you could just imagine those days where you actually have to say no to someone who doesn't have a million dollars, let's say you want to make your standard that you, I don't like to say minimums, but set your standard that typically you're not going to work with people with less than a million dollars under management. And you can choose that, but I'm just using that as an example. Then the hardest part is going to be getting to someone who has a hundred thousand dollars, who you know you could help, but you're not going to be best at helping and putting attention to that person is going to take you away from being able to really focus on your goal of getting 10 million under management because it's not the ideal client and you having to tell this person, I'm sorry, I'm not the right fit. And when you can imagine those tough things, so that's one possible challenge, right? You have to say no to someone. If you can imagine that moment of saying no and you, and you survive it, you get through now you have a more a higher chance, a, a higher likelihood of being able to reach your goal. Let's say another hardship is that you're, let's say you start putting marketing dollars out there and you're actually investing, whether it's in LinkedIn or Facebook or something like that, or a seminar, or, I mean, I would say God forbid, but um, leads, okay? Because <laughs> some of these lead generation where you just buy leads aren't very good, but let's just say you did that and you're imagining that you paid all this money for leads. Maybe it's $5,000, maybe it's $10,000, maybe it's $20,000 and you don't get a client and you're wanting to give up and you're thinking, oh my gosh, what do I do now? This isn't working. And you want to throw in the towel. Okay. And you imagine that happening and you survive it. You, you get through it. And somehow maybe it's not, it's not after $10,000 or $12,000. It's after $13,000 of investing in marketing that it finally starts to work. And then you see everything turn around. Okay. So goal setting is important because obviously if you don't set your goal, you're not going to reach it now. So that's, that's what I would say. Step one is you got to set the goal. You got to imagine getting there, imagine the hardships or the challenges that come up on the path to getting there. Watch yourself, envision yourself, visualize yourself surviving that and getting through that to the other side and then reaching that goal. Okay. The second thing is so many, so many people miss is the money math is the money math. You got to reverse engineer it and say, well, how am I going to do this? What is the plan to do this? And so, I mean, when I was a financial advisor, what I was told was, you know, I, I remember when I first started, I had to make my list of 100. Now everyone's heard that. And I think now they're saying 200, but I'm writing down, starting with like family and I'm writing down my uncle, Phil, 
my cousin Tracy, um, my friend Melissa, who was a teacher and a climber. I mean, everyone I can think of, I'm writing down. There was no segmenting. There was no determining like who is going to be the best fit. It was like, talk to anyone and everyone, you know, and I had been uh, a singer songwriter basically the week before. I mean, essentially I got licensed very quickly. I didn't really stop even being a singer songwriter. So I was a singer songwriter. People knew me as a cynical love song, singer songwriter. And now I have to use this horrible script and say, Hey, Melissa, Hey, Uncle Phil. Hey, Trace. Um, I just became a financial advisor and I'm really excited. Like, here's my why. Okay. I'm really excited because I know I can now I did this, decided to do this because I can help people. And can I meet with you to practice basically my process, right? Or, or the program. I did that. Oh my gosh. I remember when I met with my, my cousin, Tracy, and I went through the process. Not only did I meet with her and her husband, but I had to have my supervisor there, which was super awkward. I told her it was practice. I, I probably booked it two weeks before we actually had the meeting. And I'm sitting there across the table and I have to follow the script because I got my supervisor there watching me. And so the script is by the end, you say whatever amount they have, I'm making this up, but let's just say it was $200,000. And I said, we're going to take that $200,000 and roll it over into the Hartford Capital Appreciation Fund. Silence. You know, I don't even think it was a question. I think it was just like a statement. And then maybe it was, does that make sense? And my cousin was like, are you kidding? Like literally she said, are you, are you serious? Are you joking? Like, I thought this was practice. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I just like super, super awkward. And it was awkward for two years. I mean, I kid you not. Like, I mean, it's not like we didn't say hi to each other, but I mean, after a couple of years, she said, that was really awkward, Robin. And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry about that. So if you've ever experienced that, and I'm sure you have, you know, it's awkward. Okay. So making your list of 100 and just working with anybody and everybody, because you have this warm market, isn't a very good strategy. So if we take the, 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 if we do the money math and we think back, and I like this idea of this rule of 10. Okay. And this is like, I like, I use it because it's like the rule of rule of 72. It's kind of like a financial thing. So I created this thing called the rule of 10. And the way I want you to think of this, and I'll explain how this relates to the money math is that you got to think, well, how many, how, how much, let's do it this way. How much do I want to make per month? And if you're talking about assets versus revenue, you can say, let's just, I'm going to bulk, I'm going to, um, I'm going to round up just for easy numbers. Let's just say 12 million a year, because that's easy math. That's 1 million a month. Okay. So I can do the, 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 the money math. And I say, I can either get one client at 1 million. I can get two clients at 500,000. I can get four clients at 250,000, right? But if you're now getting clients and they're all over the place, it's anybody and everybody, you can just take the average and you can say on average, I'm getting 200,000 under management per client. I actually close. And then I need, I can do the money math and say, I need five clients a month. And then you can back, go back one step. What happens right before you close that person and what happens before that person becomes a client, I know you don't like to say close, but before you acquire, acquire the, the client, um, what happens before that is, let's just say the third meeting or the second meeting, I call it a strategy session, but you can call it what you want, third meeting or second meeting. And then how many people do you actually close or what percentage? And we can do the money math and work backwards, right? So if you only close one in 10, then you know you need to get, let's just say five and 10, because it's easy math for me, because otherwise I'm going to mess this up when I'm broadcasting here. But let's just say it's it's you close 50%. So now you know if you need five clients, you actually need 10 of those third meetings before that. And let's say there what happens before that is the second meeting. In that second meeting, you close, let's just say again, say 50% just for easy math. Okay, now you need 20 second meetings. 
And then if you do one more, you need to have one more meeting. You need, let's just say again, it was 50% just for easy math. And now I need 40, 40 appointments this month because that's my first appointment that, and then I'll get half to go to the second appointment, half to go to the third. I'm imagining most of you, if you get to the second appointment, going to the third, you'll get more than 50%, but just for easy numbers. Okay. My point is I do this at my position yourself for profits event is that if you don't know the money math, how would you know what activities to do? That's going to get you the result. Instead, you're just doing what they tell you to do, which is just meet with anybody and everybody as many as you can. And when I did this at my, one of my last events, I know one of my clients, Jamie, she was so nice to be, be willing to go through this process. And I kid you not, we got to the first appointments she needed in order to hit her goal of $10,000 a month. She needed 300 appointments with new people. I mean, you don't have the marketing for that, even if you're willing to invest the time, but you don't have the time. Who has time to do 300 appointments in one month? Nobody. Okay. Not if you're doing half an hour appointments, I don't know the math, but I'm sure it doesn't add up. Okay. So she's looking at that going, this will not work. Because what she was doing, she was making about 500 to, I think, $500 per client that she ended up closing. And to make $10,000, she needed 20 clients. Like it ain't happening because of her conversions and because of her lead flow and because of the quality of prospect. Okay. So if you can do this money math, you can have like a little bit of a reality check. Uh, and I'm not a big realist here. Like you have to be realistic. I'm just about the numbers. Like, let's, let's look at some facts. Like what have you, what are your conversions before? Who are you actually meeting with? What's your average per client? If you don't know those things, you ain't making 10 million or getting 10 million under management or 20 or whatever it is that you want. You have to know your numbers and that is going to determine what activities you do. And then we can actually optimize and we can say, okay, well, first of all, Actually, let me back up. Before we optimize, we're going we're gonna to actually make different choices. So if I did this, which I did with Jamie, and we look at the numbers and it says she needs 300 appointments, then I got to go, okay, slow down, girl. Like, this is not going to work. You're completely delusional about hitting $10,000 a month or hitting $10 million this year. If, you, if the money math doesn't add up, you can't possibly do 300 appointments in one month. So now we either have to shift one thing. Like either you get a team and your team's doing a bunch of appointments if you want to count the team or which I don't think makes sense at the beginning, or you have to work with a different person. And now it gets to making a decision about who is that person you'd like to work with. And if you listen to my stuff, you know, I talk about cloning your ideal client. And if you could think about, and in, in Jamie's case, we, she said scientists, basically she wanted to work with, um, sci- or maybe with scientists or engineers. Okay. Um, cause she was an engineer. I think it was engineers, women engineers, because she was an engineer and like she knew they needed help and she understood how they thought and, and, and their thinking process and all that. And so she decided, okay, engineers. Now, if you can choose like this woman engineer who has makes six figure income, they typically have, you know, maybe two, 300,000 saved. Now we're at least higher, you know, we're at a higher caliber person. Now I might go for a, an even bigger client who has a million, but in her case, she was happy with that. Okay, great. And now she might need to get, let's say to get a million under management, she might need four clients in one month, a million in one month. Now we can sustain, go, go back through the money math and we can say, okay, if she only needs four clients. And that's, again, this is similar to my earlier numbers. She needs eight second or third. Like I, I do it when you have essentially three appointments. So we'll just do the same. We do strategy session, discovery call, and we usually do an interview, but I'm going backwards. Okay. So if we're backing it up and again, she just closes 50%, which she's doing much better now, that's four clients. She needs eight strategy sessions or third appointments. She needs 16 discovery calls or second appointments, and she needs 32 people to meet with. 32 divided by four is eight. That's eight appointments a week. More than I would want, more than I would suggest for most, 
but that's great. We now know, especially if we're looking at her numbers and we can now see the conversions and we can look at real numbers, not just fake. I'm making up 50% numbers. Then we can actually make this happen. Okay. So this is really, really important to go through the money math. So, you know, now what to focus on and the number one thing you need to do. Okay. And this is really, really important. I talk about this all the time. I just mentioned it, but I'm saying it again, is know who you want to actually attract. I call it cloning. You're going to pick one person. You're going to clone that person again and again. Okay. So you need to think about this. Now, let me go back to the rule of 10. I said it, but I didn't finish explaining it. Is that the rule of 10 means that if you could only get one client 10 times, if you could only get one client 10 times, I'm only going to allow you to get one client 10 times, you'd still be able to exceed your goal. So if that's the case, we go back to, well, if I want to hit 10 million, I need 10 $1 million clients. But I want to think about that one person that person I could clone. And if it's Shelly, let's say I need 10 Shelly's, 10 people exactly like Shelly. So now I got to figure out, okay, well, who is this Shelly person? Like what, is, what, do, what are the, what I call distinguishable characteristics? What are the things about her that have made it likely that someone just like her with those similar characteristics will also have a million dollars. And then, then the next step is to put attention on the marketing activities that are going to get you in front of that person consistently. Okay. I'm going to go back to what I said earlier, add this component. Okay. Now you have to focus on those marketing activities. I'm not going to go into which marketing activities right now, but you got, it could be LinkedIn messages. You got to have good messaging, you got to have a hook, all these things. Okay. But you got to focus on those marketing activities. And if, and when you get people who are not like that person you want to attract, you have to be willing to say no. That's really hard for women. And I said that earlier, but you got to be willing to say no. Because every time you take the wrong person in, if you don't have the systems in place, especially, and it's going to take your time, it's not something you can leverage your time, then that is taking attention away from you getting the right client. And that is really hard for people to do. It's hard for me to do as well. But if you keep putting attention to getting the wrong person in your client base that you know, ultimately they're going to be a C client, you're going to give them away anyway. First of all, that's not serving the client at the highest level. You're like, I'll just get them in right now because they need the help. And then eventually I'll just, you know, give them to someone else and, and give them to a, a junior advisor. Like that's not ultimately best for the client anyway. And so better to say, Hey, I'm not the best person. I could probably refer you, especially if you're in your, my community, there's plenty of people you can refer to someone else. They'd be happy to get that $250,000 client. If you are at the point where you want a million dollar client, let's say, okay. So you've got to be willing to say no. And then the last thing is, this is pretty obvious but you have to know how to actually convert them. Now, most, most advisors come to me and they think they're really good at sales. Like truly, like they come to me and they're like, oh yeah, my problem is getting like, get in front of the right people. If I just get in front of the right people, I can close them. Like, that's no problem. I close like 80%. And I'm like, okay, where are you getting people right now? Like who, who are the people you're getting in front of now? Guess what? They're all referrals. And so if their referrals are already ready to buy, you didn't sell them. Your clients sold them for you because they're really good at what you do. And then they come to you and they're basically sold. You, you're just an order taker. You're essentially like, of course, you, you build a relationship. You do really nice things. You do the fact finding, all that stuff. And then it's very easy because they're looking to hire someone like you. And you just follow your stupid steps that the industry gave you. Yeah, I said stupid. And then it works for referrals because they're already ready to buy. They're already sold based on the fact that you've done a great job servicing and serving your client who referred you. But when you start getting really intentional about who you want to attract and excuse me, and it's someone outside of your warm market who is not referred to you. And we can tell you how to get those people interested to talk to you. 
Okay. That's a whole, you know, a whole, a whole, um, strategy that I teach, but when you get in front of a cold, cold audience who does not necessarily, it was not necessarily looking to hire a financial advisor. You actually need to know how to convert them in a way that's not salesy, in a way that's not manipulative, in a way that's not awkward, but in a way that serves them in a way that's transformational. So if you can do those things, you get obsessed with your goal. You start to visualize and manifest, even think about the problems, the challenges are going to come up that are going to prevent you and want you to give up or give you self-doubt or have you uh, feeling like you're overwhelmed. And instead you visualize yourself getting through that and you see yourself getting that 10 million or 12 million or 20 million under management. That's number one. If you number two, do the money math, you reverse engineer it and you get really, really clear on what is what are those conversions I need and then who is the person I need to attract so that I can get even just 10 clients, rule of 10, I can get 10 clients and exceed my revenue goal. And then number three, you actually do the marketing activities to attract that person and start saying no to the wrong people and yes to the right people. And number four, you actually learn a conversion strategy that is in a way completely designed to, to transform their lives, not to sell them, but to sell them onto having the life that they deserve and help them achieve that. And now you can get your 10 million under management. Everyone can do this. If you've even been in the industry for a month, and especially if you have a team behind you to help you with the product stuff, and you're just talking about, well, how do I get to the right people? And how do I get to 10 million? I'm, I just told you how to do it. Okay. There, I know, I understand there are a lot of gaps. And if you want help, and if you want our help, then right now, since I don't think I have a, a super crazy, awesome link, I'm just actually, I'll make up a link and we'll just make sure it works. Is if you want to talk to my team to figure out how to do this and how we can help you do this, then just go to, let's do, let's do femalefinancialadvisors.com forward slash call. Okay. Femalefinancialadvisors.com forward slash call. I just made it up, but we'll make sure it's set before this goes live. And if you're listening to this before it's on the podcast, then make sure to wait. But um, femalefinancialadvisors.com forward slash call. We'll get you set up with our team. We'll figure out what do you need. And at a minimum, give you some really awesome tips, give you some really awesome um, trainings and tools to help you. If you don't want to work with us, fine. We'll still send you on your merry way to do some of this on your own. Okay. So I hope that helps. I'm excited for you to implement this and even just shift your mindset around this so you can go get them, go get that 10, 10, 20, 30 million under management, whatever it is that you, your goal is. And um, yeah, and then come celebrate with us. Good to have you here. We'll see you next time. Bye. I actually have the link for the tag challenge, the appointment generator challenge. So instead you can just go to femalefinancialadvisors.com and register right now so that you can get five quality appointments in just five days. Now, this is not around, you know, you having to talk to friends and family and get all awkward. This is not about you having to spend marketing dollars online or create a whole funnel. This is going to be easy. It's simple. It happens in five days. If I can get you five quality appointments in five days, then you know that you can have the best year of your life because you just need to get in front of more of the right people. We will walk through it together as we do it. So do not miss this. And if you can, if you're smart, do VIP, spend a few extra bucks and you can actually spend time with me on Zoom where I can connect with you, get to know you and really help you get those quality appointments so that you can grow your business. And um, go ahead again, register at femalefinancialadvisors.com. You'll find it all there. It's happening, coming up very, very soon. So make sure to register, claim your spot, get in on this, get excited about it, block your calendar because you need to spend about an hour to an hour and a half uh, a day with me on the Thursday, Friday Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so that you can get these results. And it does work. The most appointments I think we got in those five days, 
Uh, someone, I think it was Dana, got 33 appointments. So you could be my best student and go well beyond the five quality appointments. Go to 10, go to 15, go to 20 and set your, yourself up for the best year ever. Can't wait to see you at the Tag Challenge. See you there. Thank you again for listening to Growing Your Financial Business the Woman's Way. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.